to see the fifth episode of the Bible. And of course, it's supposed to be real world, and here we're supposed to be doing a lot to talk about that. Okay, Leo and Isaiah the Prince will start. Um, so let's start. I want to start by asking you, like, do, I mean, do you have a camera on board with you? Do you have a laptop? Oh, well, okay, do you <laughs> on your phone. That's it. Let's start with that. Your phone. Do you, do you okay? Do you like cover it? Cover the case or anything? Uh, uh, do you like? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you're familiar with like people putting cases on laptops and stuff. Okay, I mean, okay. Let's say you did have a camera on on your laptop. That would you do that? Okay. So, and I, mean, I guess we kind of want to talk about like we're going to talk about today, kind of the gathering of mass information and how Christians just could really be worried. And again, we're not experts. None of us are really experts. We're going to talk about what we know, what we experience, and kind of what uh, what these other people experience who worry about it. So, well, okay, first off, like, wha- why, wh- what's your reasoning for putting a case over your, uh, over a camera on your laptop? Trust the technology to kind of prevent that. Well, why not? I'm not that I don't want to go into specifics of it, but I, I, I mean I do want to have that as a specific conversation. But with all that happening, uh, actually, do you want to kind of summarize that just so?
reason I came to think about this as where I find Gideon interesting is that there's an interesting picture of him as a self-made man. Mark Dressler in particular picks up on this. And he has this last line where he has Satan covering him with ten thousand angels. And it's just, I mean, it's just something that grabs my heart. The fact that he is the one who's bringing signs and wonders to this man. While not necessarily typically said he would handle it, but just being careful about putting things in his hands, then that's a Like, it's just, it's, w- w- with technology evolving, we're kind of, everything's kind of becoming more and more connected. Um, like, there's Samsung, Google, Apple, they all kind of have their own, well, I don't want to say platform, but they kind of all have their own, like, storage and method of getting your information. With Google, like, y- Google has Chrome, where you can connect uh, all your devices together and, like, share tabs with each other, and but then also your cookies are getting s- uh, stored, your search history, your personal information, your credit card information, all that. And uh, it's just becoming so you can, like, you can have smart devices that are recording or that uh, listen to you. And it is important to note that those those are, like, the, the smart devices. I mean, they are recording because it's, it's I mean, they, they of course, they this is, I mean, this is going to sound somewhat cons- conspiracy theoristy, but also they, they do record you for sake of, uh, or at least they claim to better record or to better kind of get used to your voice. And I think that's an amazing technology that just can say, okay, this is what they've said in the past. Now this is what we can in- uh, anticipate the voice to sound like in the future. And I think that's, I think that's great. That's really cool. But that that information is being stored somewhere, and at some point, somebody could get that. And I think that's really why we have to be careful. Gosh, yeah. Well, and that's and that's the interesting part is like with with all these social media things and everything that you sign up for. There's the I mean, there's the terms and services, and nobody really reads it. I mean, uh, okay, I'm gonna refer to Parks and Rec here. They there's this whole like this this social media platform that I don't remember what it's called that everybody uses for everything, and they just start sending the people their uh gifts that they they texted about wanting or they. They wrote notes about wanting, and so the the company just started data mining and just sending it, sending the, these gifts to them without them purchasing them, without them ordering them. They just said, "Okay, here's you wanted this. Let's send it to you." And uh, the uh, and then there's this huge legal battle between 
because technically they everybody did agree to it because they it was in the terms of services that they can data that they could data mine that they could uh, go through your personal information but people just didn't read over it and so therefore it was just perfectly legal um, and I mean I think that's really I think that's concerning and but also at the s same time the companies sure they might disclose it but they might also hide it behind a lot of uh, really complicated terminology that average people might not understand. Well, yeah, and these these private companies, I mean, of course, their main goal is to make money. And there's so much you can do with data mining. I mean, it's just a lot of people think, okay, it's just marketing. Like, And I think that that is kind of the main thing is, okay, you see these uh, consumer trends. Uh, nine out of ten people like this new, uh, these certain aspects of something. Okay, then, what, then the next time we'll include those. And... It just, it's really, this, it's all about information, kind of gathering who has the most information in the most uh, efficient way, uh, and, if, uh, and who has the most efficient way of gathering it. Um, but also, I mean, you can make a lot of money off of just having, like, there's all the stories of selling, sure, credit cards and everything. And of course, I mean, there's a lot of these scams, but also there's, uh, like you can gain a, get a lot of money off selling people like selling phone numbers and ad email addresses, and so I I mean I personally don't give out my like if I'm at a store and they say oh do you have an email with us or would you like to set up an email for an account I usually don't do it, not because like I don't trust the store, uh okay well partially, but I mean it's partially because they they of course want to send me promotional stuff and they say okay we we're having this huge sale we want to tell him about it but also because I don't know who they're selling that email to. Like, they could just very well anonymously sell it to uh, a third party, and then they get, like, 50 cents for it or whatever.
Um, and so that kind of it reminds me of the like you know the the infamous YouTube algorithm. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of controversy around it, especially just because. Well, of course, YouTube wants you. Well, I mean, YouTube, along with every shopping website uh, or retailer or Amazon, whomever, their main goal is to keep you on the site. And so they do that by, well, the longer they keep you on the site, the more you look at advertisements, the more money they make, the more likely you are to buy something, and of course, the less more money they make. Um, but so YouTube, it's it's all about showing you what you want. And so that's why like why they have the recommended and I mean, people all the time they say, "Okay, YouTube always has the next thing, uh, the the best thing. I that's like something I want to watch, something I'm interested in, and it changes very quickly depending on what you're watching that day or that week." Um, but I mean, there's also a lot of people that talk about how it's YouTube has kind of been altering this to kind of discriminate against uh, specific uh, YouTubers and artists and. Uh, there's so the term for this is called like shadow banning. It's the idea that, yeah, like it's they're not banned, like their like their account hasn't been banned or shut down or anything, but it stops recommending it to people. Like there's people with millions and millions of subscribers that they only get like two or three views on their videos because only two or three people happen to find the video because it wasn't recommended to anybody. It what it wasn't didn't show up in their uh and there's well and and their subscriptions and things like that Yeah, yeah, no, that was this was after last episode. Well, yeah, but it, what was interesting was that ours were different, so it wasn't like those were default or something. But the fact that it it said, okay, these two guys look at. Er, look at these things that we're going to recommend all these things for them. And it just, I mean, it just seemed totally wrong. And it's possible that they, I mean, maybe don't have enough information because, like, 
on Instagram is just it's a lot of just scrolling rather than interaction. Um, are you, I mean, are you familiar with that? Uh, okay, so, you, of course, you know Twitch, right? So, it, it's, own, so it's owned by Amazon. And, yeah. Because, like, hence, you know, like, the Twitch Prime. Like, yeah, it's like Amazon Prime. Um, but so, well, I think what's interesting is, uh, one of the streamers, he did, like, a, a text where he recorded him, like, or he, he streamed himself saying, or he streamed it and then late save later saved it. He streamed himself saying, "Oh, I I really I really like cat food. You know, I really want some good cat food for my cat." And he doesn't he didn't have a cat, so it's something he'd ever talked about before. But then he started getting ads on Amazon about cat food, and it's just I it just it's that I mean it's almost like he I mean people just act like that's kind of a normal thing now. But it's, yeah, it's, but, like, technically all that audio is owned by Amazon, and they can just have it automated to where it's, okay, this is what it's, this is what the, it's translated into subtitles, and, okay, it says, he says cat food, like, five times in this, so therefore we're going to show him an ad for cat food. And, I mean, it's very creepy, but it's also very cool, like, how that's all set up. And I mean, I almost think that, okay, if this if this had been something that appeared all those years ago, when, uh, just in general, like our computer computing power and technology wasn't as developed, I think it would have been seen a, as a lot more kind of like, like Big Brothery than it already is, just because we've kind of seen, we've kind of seen more realistic expectations for, like we know we know we have a better idea of what's possible now. Versus all those times ago, it was, uh, like, people people thought, like, oh, there's the TV, all the signals, like, the government's listening in on you and everything. Uh, and it's just, uh, as technology develops, there's still the idea of uh, kind of the big brothery, but it, it's it's relative to the, to the advancement of technology, wouldn't you say?
Yeah, and um, so I mean, it's like there's so many ways that they can. There's so many methods of gathering information. Like the same people who cover the cover their tape or their camera with tape don't consider about like the the microphone in their laptop or in their phone. The yeah, there's like multiple cameras on the phone, and then there's the recording software, or then there's like the audio recording software, and it's just it really people just there's so much people really don't think about and so i mean i think the idea is like anything with or I th- I th- there's like a trope or something anything with like bluetooth or wireless can be hacked um and so it's just i mean technically somebody could gain the in- a- gain access to the information within it um but i mean like it's we're still seeing sm- like smart homes and alexas and google the or Google, I don't even know, the Google Google Homes or whatever. We're still seeing them become more and more popular. And so... No, you're fine. Really? Oh, you're fine. Well, I mean, it kind of goes with that. I mean, I was just going to talk about how, yeah, like how useful it is. And, uh, like the people who, okay, I don't want to make a generalization here, but the people who usually have that stuff are just, are people that don't really, aren't as versed in kind of the really like the software the technology the uh cyber security it's mostly people who just kind of want the technology um and i mean yeah it's very it's it's all about technology is all about making things easier and i mean if i if i could have like all this smart home stuff without kind of worrying about that stuff then i absolutely would it like do i It'd be so cool to be able to change the color of all my all the light bulbs in the house with just my voice, or to be able to turn on all the lights or turn off all the lights or lock the doors or everything. Yeah, like that seems really cool. But just to have the idea that po- there's a, even a small ch- or like a a small chance that you know the wrong person will get that information, even if it's just my voice. I mean, there's a lot you can do with just that little information. Gosh. Yeah. Um, are you familiar with like, uh, so you know, okay, there's a, 
it's still I mean it's still going on, but it was kind of the first thing that freaked people out was like the the hacking of like you know baby monitors. Yeah, and so people like there's these the the cameras that go into in, in like a kid's or a kid not a kid's maybe like an infant's room, so then the parents can watch them from the uh from their room without having to get up and check on them and uh and there's also some that can like the parent can speak through a microphone and then the kid hears it in the room, but just because these are so like. I don't want to say low tech, but like they were so unsecure that people, it was very easy for people to hack into this. And so you could just have anybody who wanted just looking at your kid uh, at any time they wanted and, and even talking to them and uh, taunting them. And I mean, it rightfully freaked people out because I mean, if I, if I had a kid, I would not want just random people watching them. But like, and it's, in that case, it's definitely not worth it for that ease of technology. I mean, yeah, it'd be helpful to monitor a kid, but I mean, I don't know. Like, it's just it doesn't, it doesn't like it doesn't seem worth the risk. And well, okay, so that and that kind of leads me to a question: like, do you think there's any iterations where it is where it is worth the risk? If that makes sense. Um, are are you familiar with uh, Edward Snowden? So, yeah. So it was the whole idea of well, so he kind of exposed, I believe, it was called the Prism program. Uh, and I the last time I did research on him was like four years ago, so I might get something wrong here, but um, basically he kind of showed that the the government was just using like they just had kind of free reign in the in accessing telephone records and text messages and uh and and they had like secret agreements with T-Mobile, AT&T and uh just to get kind of that f- information and I mean they claimed of course it was for like national security and things like that but it still went against the uh, laws of the people and it was it's, it was a, it still is a huge debate over whether Snowden was kind of a hero or he was a uh, criminal because he he exposed something that the government was supposedly doing to keep us safe, but he also uh, but he also kind of helped the the rights of the people and helped defend their privacy. Well, and. Well, so then that's what you say is deep. 
Well, so, I mean, and, yeah, and that's kind of also a, a common belief is, yeah, like, they say, oh, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. But, I mean, it's almost a guarantee they're still doing it because it's, like, for them just to be... Right, and and it, it, there's no way it's cheap, and it's, like, there's, they're not just going to leave the entire, like, they're not going to just say, I, I mean, this is... Like, it's just, it's so much information that'd be so valuable to them. And, like, it's just, it, that's kind of, uh, that's why it's still such a huge debate is because, yeah, it can be used to stop uh, terrorist attacks that we'd have no idea about. But it can also, there's also the huge chance of it getting to the wrong hands and saying, like, some one person just uh, accessing the government's database and saying, hey, this is... This is, uh, I, I can go view somebody across the room or across the country without their knowing. And, yeah. Like, yeah, it, it has its advantages. Um, and so we, we are running out of time, but real quick, have you, have you seen the Minority Report? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a movie. Um, and so it's, I mean, it's not really about this, but there's a part of it, because it's, so it's set in the future, and, uh, everybody's kind of like, they're, they've, everybody's kind of tracked by their, their eyeballs, like their retina scan, and so advertisements, as you go by them, they scan your retinas and say, oh, this is, uh, this is Francisco. He he's bought this and this. Now we're gonna show him an advertisement, uh, with this, and we're gonna address him by name. And so everything's just all the cameras and everything. They're able to tell where you went, who you talked to, everything, just by because just because they're constantly scanning your retina. Right, yeah, and, um, I mean, ha have you read 1984? Yeah, no, I'm sure that'd be a very relevant book to this conversation, but since neither of us have read it, we can't really talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that was kind of a, I think that was a, a good discussion today. Um, uh, just kind of, I mean, yeah, so, I mean, just in conclusion, stay safe, keep your information private when you can. Uh, I wouldn't, yeah, exactly. Uh, and just keep in mind that there's 
I mean, don't don't stress your like don't don't affect your quality of life because you're there's a chance somebody list is listening, but still consider it. Yeah. Have a good one.